Hello and welcome to SEO Your Way to Success by The Plan Success. This is for all small business owners and solo marketing teams out there. I'm Phoebe and I run The Plan Success, a search engine optimization company, helping all kinds of businesses grow their organic traffic with the magic of search engine marketing. If you know you need to start SEO on your website or business, but have no idea where to start, then this is the podcast for you. Ready to grow your business? Ready to unlock the power of organic traffic? Let's go. Okay, welcome to episode one of SEO Your Way to Success by The Plan Success. Right, this episode's going to be a little bit different because I'm going to introduce me, who I am, how I got started, how I got started in SEO and running my small business. But in the upcoming episodes, you can expect to learn how to do SEO yourself. In fact, that's what this podcast is going to be about. I want to teach you as a small business owner or all those solo marketing teams out there how to do SEO themselves, DIY SEO. But we won't just stick to SEO. We'll also have guests on from different areas of digital marketing, like paid ads or even social media marketing. I really want to empower business owners to take control of their digital marketing and grow their business. So each episode, we're going to focus on a different aspect of digital marketing, but mainly SEO, so that you can use these tips on your own business website. All right, are you ready? So my name's Phoebe, and I've worked in SEO for over five years now. I've worked for agencies, and now I work primarily as an independent with my business to plan success. I've worked for huge international bands, brands, smaller e-commerce companies, startups, big startups and lots and lots of small businesses, which are my favorite type of company to work with because, well, there's a few reasons why I like working with smaller companies. One of them is that it's just so much more satisfying helping a small business owner um, than sort of a nameless big corporation or brand. Another reason is that when you work with a small business owner or even just someone in a business, but they're a one person marketing team, Things get done so much faster because nothing needs to get signed off, which means that with SEO, you can see results faster. So I do really like that as well. But I would say probably the main reason I like working with small business owners is that you're actually helping a person as opposed to a faceless corporation. So after working with all these companies, I've noticed something with SEO. There's a massive gap in knowledge from average marketer or business owner and SEO. It seems like even though SEO is just another form of marketing, SEO is marketed itself as sort of a really complicated technical industry that you need to be a super technical whiz specialist if you want to be able to do it. But this just is not true. The SEO industry is filled with technical jargon and I reckon that was designed on purpose just to confuse people so that they think they wouldn't be able to do it themselves. And this does work for SEO agencies because, you know, if you're throwing around these technical terms and you're thinking, oh my gosh, this must be, you know, something I need to have a degree in or have lots of experience in, but it's not true. SEO is just marketing. And once you understand the terms, you can do it yourself, honestly, which is, you know, the whole point of this podcast. So hopefully with this podcast, once you understand the fundamentals, you can get doing yourself. Because I truly do believe that most companies don't actually need to outsource their SEO services. Obviously, 
when it comes down to time, if you've got the money, then it makes sense to outsource it. But lots of small business owners, when they're starting out at least, they don't have the budget for marketing, so they have to do things themselves. And so they spend their time on the easier marketing platforms that they understand. Well, not saying they're easier, but they might be easier to understand, like social media or paid ads even. And they put off um, doing SEO because they think it's too complicated. But if they spent a little bit of time understanding SEO and imp implementing the basics on their website and then getting going with a blog, over time, they wouldn't need to rely so much on social media or paid ads. It just makes sense to figure out SEO, I promise. Okay, so by now you can probably tell that I'm pretty passionate about helping small business owners with their SEO, small business owners with their SEO. But how did I even get started in it? So in the SEO industry, you'll find that most people fell into this. I don't think you're going to find many 16-year-olds who say to you, oh, I really want to work in SEO when I'm older. But that's what happens. People tend to fall into this. Um, and I'll tell you how I fell into it and how I also fell into running my own small business. Perhaps maybe that's why I'm so passionate about helping small business owners is because I also am one. Okay, so ever since I was young, I've always wanted to own my own business. I think it's because my dad um, has always been self-employed and I've just really sort of thought, yeah, why would I have a boss if I could be my own boss? Which I know isn't for everyone and there's nothing wrong with that. But just for me personally, I much prefer being in control of my schedule, my freedom, just that autonomy, I love it. Um, but anyway, I went to a school that was pretty pretty academic and it felt like the only route you had was to go to university and I just didn't make sense for me at least because I didn't know what I wanted to study so what was the point of going to do a degree that I didn't even know what I was going to do with it in the end it just seemed like a bit of a waste of money and I think university is great if you know what you want to do um, but how many 18 year olds know what they want to do anyway so for me it just didn't make sense to spend that money on it um, but I didn't know what to do. So I first had a gap year and I went to Australia for a couple months, um, which is now actually where I ended up 10 years later. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, I went to Australia for a bit, came back, was meant to start applying for universities, but I was so lost. But I went to go visit one of my favorite teachers to ask her for help to write my personal statement. And I remember we were sat down and she was asking me a few questions about what universities I wanted to go to. And then she said, Phoebe, can I tell you something? And I was like, yes, please, Mrs. Galavan. I'm here because I want you to tell me what to do. So <laughs> help me. Um, and she said, I don't think you should go to university, which was just the first time anyone had told me, hey, you're allowed to do what you want in life. You don't have to follow the path all the time. And it was just so nice to get that validation from a teacher. Um, and I really sort of empowered me. And I went home and just said to my parents, okay, I don't want to go to university. I'm going to go traveling again for a bit um, and just figure out what I want to do. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to figure it out. So I saved up a bit more money. Um, luckily, my parents let me live with them for free so I could save money from my reception jobs or whatever. And I went to Brazil and I had the best time. Um, and I ran a little bar in a hostel there um, for pocket money and then I cleaned the hostel as well for my bed and so this was age 19 sort of by myself now uh, figuring out life and I think from there I sort of maybe started becoming really hardworking or determined um, I know people sometimes successful people talk about grit 
And I mean, I'm not where I want to be in life at all, but I've definitely accomplished most things I want so far. And I think it comes down to grit um, and sort of when I was at 18, 19 in Brazil, having to clean in the mornings and then run this bar in the nighttime on like, you know, Brazil wages, like I was earning nothing, but I was really determined not to have to ask my parents for help or bail me out of there. And then I just had the best time as well. I love travel. I love living abroad. But anyway, I then went to Portugal for a few years. Um, again, this was all by myself, just moved there. Um, and again, had the best time. I was working in an office for some of it. And I think that's when I realized I definitely didn't want an employer because, oh my gosh, I worked in an estate agents and I was sort of like the admin um, person. It just was not for me at all. Every day, not every day, a lot of days I would go to the bathroom and cry. I think a lot of people do that in office jobs, if we're being honest, um, because I just felt like nothing I did made a difference. It didn't matter if I was there or not. And I was like, oh my gosh, is this the rest of my life sitting in an office? I don't want this. So I knew that was when I was age 22, 23. I knew pretty early on, I don't want to work in an office. I want to run my own business online somehow. I don't know what I want to do, but that's what's going to, I'm going to make that happen eventually. So I actually quit that office job and ended up working as a waitress again in Portugal. And I loved it. But eventually I then wanted a new challenge, something exciting. So I actually ended up moving to Colombia, originally just to travel, but then I loved it so much, I decided to stay. But again, I needed to figure out a way to make it happen for myself because no one was gonna pay me to stay in Colombia forever. So I got a job teaching English um, and I love this as well. It was great, I had did that for about a year, um, but eventually, I sort of figured, okay, but if I'm earning Colombian wages and that means I can't fly back home to visit my family, this isn't, this isn't a long-term solution. So what I ended up doing was like, okay, this is when I need to sort of figure out how to become self-employed and start earning pounds while I'm in Colombia. Now, while I was in Colombia, I had a friend come visit me uh, and she had been using Upwork to make some money while she was traveling around South America. And I don't know, if you're a small business owner or a service-based business, you've probably heard of Upwork either because you use it to find freelancers yourself or you're a freelancer as a service-based business and you use it to find clients. But I was like, okay, this is how I'm going to get started to make money by myself as a business or well, a small business effectively. But I had no skills, like literally. I, I was like, what can I offer? I'm not, I'm not a writer. Uh, I'm not a graphic designer. I'm not a coder. But I thought, okay, if I've no admin, then I can probably be a virtual assistant. So that's what I marketed myself off as first on Upwork as a virtual assistant and doing some sort of research projects on the side because that's what I liked. And oh my God, as soon as I started working for myself, I just loved it. And I know if you're a small business owner, you probably know what I'm talking about. That feeling when you start earning money off your own back and no one else is responsible for it and you're directly responsible for how much money you earn and sort of the effort you put in comes back proportionally. It's just such a good feeling. I absolutely love it. And also then of course the freedom of coming with your time. Like I definitely worked so hard uh, those first year or two on Upwork, but it really paid off. I would, you know, take jobs that weren't very well paid at all um, say for $5 an hour, $10 an hour. 
but I built up my reputation on there. And now even to this day, I still get some really good quality leads on Upwork. Um, so I do think if you're in, if you are a small business owner, uh, or a freelancer, definitely look into Upwork. It is good. All right. So I promise we're getting to the SEO part soon. So I had been on Upwork for about a year and a half. Um, and then an SEO agency in London actually hired me to do some admin stuff, do a bit of research to help them find new clients. Um, and then when that project ended, he actually asked if I wanted to do more SEO work for them. And I was like, but I don't know anything about SEO. And he said, it's fine. I just need someone reliable, dependable, um, and that can get the work done. I'll teach you. And I was like, okay, sure. So that's how I started working with uh, this London agency. And actually, they're still going. They're very successful. They're called Digital Uncut. Um, shout out to Sam, if one day you ever hear this. Uh, he, he was great. Uh, he gave me sort of some easy link building tasks that I was doing for a long time, actually. Um, but that's how I got started in SEO. And I did that for about a year. And after about a year, um, I also started taking on other SEO clients. These were for agencies as well, or just other freelancers who needed to outsource tasks. Um, and I was slowly getting more and more interested in SEO and also blogging. So in 2018, I started my own blog. Um, and this was focusing on something that I was passionate about at the time, digital nomad and freelancing. Because um, I was living in Colombia, but I was also doing a bit of travel, uh, having a really great time. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is the best lifestyle ever. I think everyone should be a digital nomad. Everyone can work online if they want. Um, and so I built up that website using all the SEO that I had learned. Um, and after a couple of years, it was, I was sort of doing it on the side. So after a couple of years, I got it to the point where I was making $1,000 a month, which was just amazing. Like I never thought, well, I mean, obviously I hoped it would, but I never actually thought I could do it. I could, never thought that I could get like 30,000 visitors a month just to my little blog. And I loved it, or I loved sort of the monetizing side of it and figuring out the SEO. But what I didn't love and why I eventually stopped the blogging was because, well, the products that I was having to sort of um, market for the affiliate marketing. I don't know if you know how affiliate marketing works, but it's when you promote a product and then someone clicks on that link. And then if they buy the product, you get a commission off of that. And I was also doing AdSense as well. Um, but the products that I was having to push, I just didn't really feel comfortable with um, because what I kind of also came to realize after a couple of years of blogging about digital nomading and freelancing is that not everyone can do it. I mean, you have to be sort of very lucky in the first place to I guess be privileged yeah definitely because not everyone can sort of just quit their job and go traveling lots of people have bills or if you're you know if you like I was very young and I was living in Colombia so my expenses were very low at first it was it was really easy for me to start online uh, and also live abroad but it's not easy for everyone and I felt bad trying to sell a lifestyle saying anyone can do this anyone can be a digital nomad when not everyone can it's not that simple. Um, so it just didn't really sit right with me. But so I kind of stopped the blogging so much in 2020, halfway 2020, yeah, halfway through 2020, I'd say. Um, but I still got the blog there. You can go look at it if you want. It's called yourgreengrassproject.com. Um, and it, I keep it there because it sort of pays for itself a little bit extra with the AdSense. Um, that's Google Ads, so their program. Um, but I haven't uploaded any content in there in a few years. Um, 
But yeah, but I, what I loved about it though was all the SEO I learned. Um, so around the time that I sort of stopped spending my spare time on the blogging was when I decided to spend, because I was also at the same time still doing all the freelance work for um, other agencies of SEO. And I'd sort of decided with that spare time, um, I was going to start taking on more of my own clients. Um, now, luckily, this coincided, well, not luckily, maybe, with the pandemic, um, because I had been traveling before the pandemic for about a year all around South America. It was amazing. But because of the pandemic, I had to leave Mexico, which is where I was at that time, um, living that quote unquote digital nomad lifestyle. Um, and so I ended up back home with my parents and my family. And I had a lot of spare time. And obviously with the pandemic, everything online exploded. So it was really easy for me to get a lot of SEO clients at once. Um, and sort of put into practice everything that I had learned from agencies and my own website and start helping these businesses. And so that was about two and a half years ago. And since then, the plan success has grown so much. It's amazing. Um, I'm now... I mean, I never thought I could make this much from it. Um, and I also never thought I could help so many people, which is what I just love. I love helping just these small business owners be like, oh my gosh, wow, thank you so much. My organic traffic's up so much. Um, and because of that, as a result, because it doesn't matter if you're getting organic traffic to your website, are there, is that traffic converting? Are you making more sales? Are you getting more leads? And that's what I love helping these people. Um, and also along the way though, is that so many small business owners come to me after having really bad experiences with agencies, um, SEO agencies. They sort of have been scammed in a way. Uh, and so I sort of noticed, started noticing as well that a lot of these small business owners don't have the budget for big SEO. And so I really want to help those people because SEO is so important. Um, but because people don't have the budget for it, they don't outsource. And then because it seems complicated, they don't try and learn it and do it on their own website. But trust me, it's not complicated if I can figure it out. And I would say I am not a technical person at all. Um, my head's all over the place all the time, as you can probably tell from this stream of consciousness coming out of my mouth. My head's all over the place all the time. It's not very logical thinking. Uh, but I figured out SEO. And in a way, SEO, although it's presented as a technical thing, as a science, it's not. It's more of an art because it's all about that marketing. You really got to tap in to the psychology of your target audience. You know, what are they typing in? What are they looking for on Google? How can you help them on Google? And once you kind of figure out that and stop seeing it as a science, really anyone can do SEO. And that's what I'm going to show you with this podcast. So each lesson, each episode, we're going to touch on a different aspect of SEO, get in a few kind of quick wins, hopefully as well. And so step by step, or episode by episode, will help your organic traffic keep growing each month. Um, and I'm so excited to start this journey with you. This is perfect for you. This, this podcast will be perfect for you if you don't know anything about SEO. And even if you do know something about SEO, hopefully each lesson you'll learn a little tidbit or something you hadn't thought of before and be able to add it to your website. Um, but also, I guess, kind of what I wanted to demonstrate with my story there was that there was no set plan. There was no clear sort of, yeah, there was no set plan for my life at all with that. But 
what I always kept going, even though I had no idea what I was doing, was I just kept going. And that's also so important with SEO. It's the same with social media. You've just got to keep turning up, keep putting the effort in, keep trying hard, keep working hard, and the results will come. And that's the same with SEO. It's not an instant thing. It does take months, but it will be so worth it in the end. Imagine if you can stop spending you know, your whole marketing budget on paid ads. Imagine if you can stop spending hours on social media because you're trying to, you know, create a reel every day, although that's what I'm doing at the moment and it is so much hard work. Um, you know, SEO is so, so good in terms of return on investment if you put in the work. So hopefully you'll turn up for the next episode where we're going to talk about what SEO is, how it works, and also I'm going to give you a couple of quick tips you can implement which will hopefully give you a little boost in SEO in organic traffic straight away. So until next time, bye-bye.